Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 1, 2, 1, 2, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already, then you just press that skip 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second time, (laughs) Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. The internet's freaking out because of a TikTok video of a college kid and his freakishly long thumb. So we're asking the question, what would be the non-sexual benefit to having a five-inch thumb? Well, this guy's not going to have any trouble hitchhiking, Tucker, because everyone's mm. going to see that sign from a mile away. Yeah, they're going to be like, you know, sometimes you go by someone and you're thinking, oh, I don't know, was he hitchhiking? There'll be no question in this case. <laughs> Uh, you know uh, how you love the thumbs down when you're driving? Yeah. You like to think about that guy giving people the thumbs up or the thumbs down. <laughs> right? I mean... Yeah, yeah. Good one. He can destroy people at thumb wars? He should also yeah. be the guy that they choose for any sort of, like, Super Bowl coin toss. <laughs> A coin would be, you know, 100 feet in the air if he gave that a good flick. I mean, listen, he's like a catapult. (laughs) Think about that. He should be brought in for Super Bowl coin tosses. Uh, Bring in thumbs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, You you got more? (laughs) I got more. You know those shirts with the long sleeves and then the thumb holes? (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 that's all i had for okay that one. <laughs> he'd look great in that shirt oh would it? it looked like a baby's arm coming out of that <laughs> hole you gotta see this guy's thumb it's yes. ridiculous it is literally five inches long now yeah. imagine you've got an inner tube and there's a hole a big hole in it yeah <laughs> that in there. you got your friend with the big thumbs yeah. He comes in, stuffs his thumb in there. He can thumb around inside the inner tube, see if there's any more issues. You should see the way he moves it, too, when he's playing with his uh, iPhone there. Mm-hmm. This thumb, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Getting into any sort know. of joystick thing. Yeah. Where well, I, he's using an Xbox controller at one point, <laughs> and you're you thinking, go. man, this guy would kill. He would dominate. He could cover the whole controller with one thumb. Yeah. Energy 95.3 Radio (laughs) on Facebook if you want to see what we're talking about and throw in your suggestion (laughs) as to what kind of benefits, uh, you know, may come about from having such a long thumb. Mm -hmm. Come on. The coin toss? I don't know how you beat the coin toss, but (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good. Is it possible to land a plane if you've never done it before and you're just being coached by somebody on the ground, you know, like they do in the movies. Yeah. 
And often... yes, I, it is possible. This is like my dream. Is it? Oh, to my God. To be the one asked to come forward and save the entire flight? Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, that's why I did the whole... Uh, I have my pilot's license for Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, you know, ooh, you should know that. Wow. So you I, mean that's a computer game? Yeah. Well, it's essentially uh, it's a flight simulator, and I uh, checked out on a Boeing 737. I, I would love if, um, you know, I'm on a flight, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they come on. Yeah, hi, this is uh, Bob up uh, at the front here, flight attendant uh, chief. And uh, does anybody on the plane know how to fly a plane? <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah, back here. Yeah, no, they, I got my Microsoft Flight Simulator certificate. I was just going to say, they're probably looking for somebody who can really fly a plane. Oh, that's great news, sir. If you could come up to the front <laughs> and uh, jump in the cockpit, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, right. There was a guy who mm-hmm. was taking a flying lesson in Australia on Saturday. His teacher passes out. This is his first flying lesson, Okay. Teacher passes out. The guy was able to radio in to somebody on the ground, and they walked him through, just like in the movies, the landing. Do you know how to operate the airplane? Very, very light. This is my first lesson. Are they unconscious? He's leaning over my shoulder. I'm trying to keep him up, but he keeps falling down. The first thing we're going to do is make sure that the wings stay level and that you keep a consistent speed and consistent altitude. Your job right now is just keep focusing on that aircraft as best you can. Secondary to that is just to keep his head upright and his body upright in the seat. But we're going to uh, get you on the ground very soon and get uh, both of you guys uh, on the ground safely. You're doing really, really well. You're doing an amazing job. Yeah, well, my flight instructors did say that I was the best student he's had. Well, we definitely have a story to tell at the end of this. <laughs> This is my very first fall flying a plane. I don't know what I'm doing. You find somebody who has access. You get me into one of those simulators that the pilots use yes. that, with the motion and everything, and you program it for a plane like a 737. Uh-huh. I will land that plane. Oh. First try. See? Under decent conditions. This is like the nerdiest conversation <laughs> we have ever had. Yeah. No, I think, honestly, I've met a couple of pilots. Yeah. Way cooler than you are. <laughs> and I think it has comes, nothing to do no, with how cool you are. In fact, comes, you think Sully Sullenberger is cool? Guy's a giant nerd, but he landed a freaking plane on the Hudson River. It's about having swagger and being able to stay calm <laughs> under pressure. And I don't think you have that. Look at you when you're driving a car. There is no calmness about you. You're losing your mind no, all the I'm time. No, I'm fine, actually. I'm really calm until people start acting like a-holes in front of me, which in a plane shouldn't be an issue. Because when you're landing that plane, there's no one in front of you. No. And if there is, the if people are going to tell them to get the hell out of the way. I don't think you could fly a plane. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> if it was a worst case scenario well, and we had to land this thing, I would go with Bundus. If it was <laughs> Why would you go? The guy's never done anything. Oh, he has driving gloves, which <laughs> I think would come in He drives in handy. a Corvette. And he drives a Corvette. He's oh, used to a stronger engine than you are. <laughs> you can handle it. Oh, now you're just trying to get under my skin. You can handle that kind yeah, of... Oof. I can do it. I can do it. I don't know. promise you I could. Just give me the chance. No. Put me in there. No! Texas has made it illegal to send unsolicited nude photos. Oh, cool. Good for them. Yeah. 
It's a, it doesn't look like there's going to be like criminal charges right now. It looks like it's going to be a fine. How much is the fine? Do you know? What do you think someone should get if they just and it, this is the state of Texas teaming up with Bumble. I guess there's a, you know a, there's been a huge rise all over the place of something that they're referring to as cyber flashing, mm. where all of a sudden out of nowhere, boom. There it is. There it is. And you didn't expect it. You didn't ask for it. And it's right there in front of you. <laughs> it's a bit much. It's a bit much. You want to expect that kind of photo. And then there's the anticipation, the build up. Here it comes. It's coming. You know, there's no build up when you just send it to somebody. Yeah. It's almost like it smacks you across the face. <laughs> 21% of right? women, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, figuratively, though. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 21% of women aged 18 to 29 report being sexually harassed online. Mm, I'm sure. Compared to men, obviously, that's like numbers way higher. And of those women, more than half of them said someone sent them explicit images they didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. So the majority of sort of that uh, cyber flashing is just like, the pics. I think it's really funny that guys would think that's a way to like impress us. Yeah, you know, I don't know if that's it or if the guy is sort of um, you know those exhibitionist type people uh-huh. that get off on that behavior. Right, you know the person who's jogging and then whips it out when he's w- running past another woman or something. Yeah, but which is awful. <laughs> I can't imagine ever wanting to do that. Yeah, but th- those guys were like few and far between, and online now they're oh, yeah. everywhere because well, people feel like they have a safety uh, behind the veil of mm-hmm. whatever. So how much is the fine? Are we looking at a thousand dollars? No, here? less five hundred dollars if the person who received it hasn't given consent. So. Ah, I think that's fair. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks every time. Maybe this will be a thing that goes everywhere. I think it should. Right now it's the state of Texas, so you'd have to lodge a complaint and then probably show that... Uh, Send that person the picture, and then they're like, whoa! Then <laughs> <laughs> you get a $500 fine just for reporting the person. You're like, person. it's not mine, I swear. Like, Are you sure you want to see it? <laughs> I don't want to get fined, okay? I'm going to send it to you. (laughs) Good point. Mm -hmm. Good point. Just trying to figure out why people are freaking out over this woman's laugh. Well, I think I know why. Referring to it as a goose laugh. (laughs) Like you're sad and someone's... (laughs) And someone's like... I think I just found my new ringtone. Is that is the greatest laugh, laugh ever. That's her laugh. Uh, it, it, she kind of kicks into it. You know when people snort when they laugh? It, yes. It's not a, always a snort, but yes. it leads to the snort. Yes. And this woman's laugh, it just leads to the goose-like sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the, the cow goes, oh, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> oh, I just want to pat her on the back. Does she have some congestion there? Like you're sad, and someone's. <laughs> she totally sounds like a goose. Uh, Maybe she can get like an awesome animation job out of this now. And someone's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's pretty good. Want to know what else is going viral right now? What? What's going viral? It's a man who lives in a Florida trailer park and his solutions to stop Hurricane Dorian. If you know anything about hurricanes and these storms, they are fueled by hot ocean water. Mm-hmm. So this guy has a solution for that. And he also has a solution for how to calm the winds down. Oh, good. Any idea? This is like These are crazy ideas, by the way. But how yeah. I can physically calm like, the wind down? If you could try and implant yourself into the brain of a guy who <laughs> is uh, not very well educated on this issue. Uh-huh. And he has his own solutions on how to you know cool the ocean water to try and slow down the storm. What do you think the dumb idea would be how do i cool the ocean water down yeah. get a couple of icebergs okay from the north pole you're not far off oh, okay they keep saying oh you know two days ago three days ago oh it's said this but it's going to hit all this warm weather all this warm weather and warm water we have a navy why don't the navy come and drop ice in the warm water so it can't get going as fast as it's going. There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, well, it's uh, now it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Me and this guy think alike. Yeah. Grab get iceberg. some ice cubes. Well, they, he's saying ice cubes. Right. Iceberg, I guess you'd have to tow it. Uh, yeah, and then you'd have to get the boat in there in the storm. Right. <laughs> Probably wouldn't work that well. Okay, and then how to slow down the winds. Any ideas? You know, you often see that uh, image, the satellite image, and it's that big giant circle that's rotating counterclockwise. Can we blow some wind going clockwise just to fight it? Well, again, <laughs> you're not far off from his suggestion. Yeah, we know it's getting worse, but you tell us, oh, it's the warm weather, oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an Air Force. Drive some Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah this guy and i went to the same school just clearly. get the planes flying in the opposite direction like superman would yes, right yes. you get superman going around all of a sudden the winds die off I you counteract it. it love it and then when the woman with the goose laugh heard these suggestions <laughs> you're sad and someone's <laughs> she just started laughing <laughs> Welcome to a special back-to-school edition of Kijiji Price is Right. This morning, featuring all items that would come in handy if I was sent back to high school to do it all over again. Let's say good morning to Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Hey, what's up? Not much. You're not going back to school today, are you? No, I'm just going to work and it feels like Monday. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Tucker's going to tell you about a couple of items that would come in handy if he was going back to school. And you'll have to guess whether or not the actual price is higher or lower than what he tells you, okay? All right, let's do it. Now, keep in mind, these are all things you can buy online. All right. You can have one yourself. Tucker, what's our first item up for sale? Well, Maura, it is spray-on fake blood. We all know the hardest part of going to high school is figuring out how you can get out of class. Well, nothing gets you a free pass to hit the halls than having a bloody face. So just when Mr. Mullen is about to kick into another boring chapter in economics class, all you have to do is whip out the spray-on fake blood, and a few pumps later, people will be screaming for you to seek medical attention. And you've just earned yourself a free afternoon off. This extra-large 28-ounce bottle of spray-on fake blood can be yours for just $16.99. Okay, so Tommy, 
Is the actual price of the spray-on fake blood higher or lower than $16.99? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's go lower. Oh, I'm afraid you're wrong on that one. What? Yeah, 28 ounce bottle, man. That's a 38.99 for this sucker. Oh wow! It's okay, Tommy. You got a few more opportunities here. Two out of three, right? Okay. Tucker, what's our next item up for sale? Well, Mora, having to head back to high school after well over a decade of freedom can be stressful for anyone. That's why I would be crazy not to pick up a hidden bladder flask. Oh. Just as you're getting super stressed about that algebra test, just head to the bathroom with an empty cup, whip out the bladder flask nozzle, and squeeze some out. (laughs) Okay. That's right. Other students will just assume that you're peeing in a cup and drinking from it. You know, like Bear Grylls would do if he was trying to survive in the woods. Uh Uh-huh. But you'll have the last laugh as you sneak in that sweet nectar that's naturally crotch warm to take out, (laughs) take away the stress of the big test. I don't understand what you use the urine for. It's not urine, it's booze in the bladder flask, Mora. Oh. You're not drinking pee. Oh. You're drinking, it's a flask. You're having a drink. Yeah, you're having a drink. Right. You're having some delicious alcohol. Okay. And this genius invention can be yours for just seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, Tommy, is the actual price <laughs> of the bladder flasks higher or lower than seven ninety nine? Uh, you go higher on this one. Yeah, oh, I'm glad too. you did. You got that yeah. one. Right. Oh yeah. One yeah. more right. Thirty six fifty for that sucker. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's our next item up for sale? I'm afraid to ask. Well, Tucker. Laura. It's a fake mayonnaise jar. Obviously, when you're a bald dad in high school, you're going to be walking around with a target on your back for the school bullies. Good luck trying to carry any cash or valuables. Well, fear not, because when the bullies try and roll you for your lunch money, all they're going to find is a jar of mayo in your bag. Take that too, Tucker. <laughs> They're not going to want the mail. They're going to want Tanya, the mail. Tanya, your, your valuables will be safe in this fake jar of mayonnaise, <laughs> and it can be yours for twenty four ninety nine. Okay, Tommy. It's actually just a plastic mayonnaise jar that's yeah, empty, that and you put your stuff in there. Pretty lame. Oh. Uh, is the actual price of the fake mayo jar higher or lower than twenty four ninety nine, Tommy? For the win. Kind of sounds like a pretty inexpensive item, so I'm going to go lower on this one. He's going well, lower. I'm glad you did, because the real price is eight ninety nine. Oh. Congratulations. Awesome. Nice job. Thank God I'm not going back <laughs> yeah. to high school today. <laughs> okay, Tucker, you're about to date somebody who's okay. all tatted oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tucker. Whoa, what are we talking about? You dog. Look at me. <laughs> Who would have thought someone with tattoos would be interested in little old me? Oh. But here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now show me all your tattoos. Yeah. Even the ones that I can't see right oh. now. Look at you. <laughs> Do you think people with tattoos are smarter with their money? than the average person or worse with their money. And I I love this look, too. I love that bad boy look. That's my look. I'm going to think about the people I know with tattoos. 
Yeah. Bundes is one of them. Okay. He's pretty good with his money, actually. Here's the thing about Bundes's tattoos. Yeah. If I'm just looking at him right now. They're actually not visible. Oh, I'm so talking, visible tattoos? I'm talking about people who get tats that are visible. Okay. All, at all times, you can't hide them under a shirt. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say they're less uh, responsible. More. Yeah. Yes, you're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. People who get visible tattoos are more likely to be reckless and impulsive. Imagine that. I mean, it makes sense, right? Then people it, with tattoos that they can cover up or people without tattoos at all. Yeah, I feel like you just set me up to get beat up. Why? Well, because these less responsible people with tattoos are going to be offended by the fact oh. that I said they're less responsible. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to have all these people with visible tattoos coming up, <laughs> punching me in the face. <laughs> really appreciate it, Maura. Sorry. Nah, I think tattoos are cool. Me too. Are you still thinking about getting yeah, one? Yeah, I'm thinking I've, I've got two in mind now. Because I want to do, I want to do, uh, I want to do a bunch on my arm. I don't want like a full sleeve or anything. Okay. But I'm now wondering if is it too trendy? You know, when guys like me are getting tattoos, what does that say about the people that yes got them 20 years ago? Exactly. You know what I, I mean? Know. I know exactly what you mean. Where would you get your tattoos? Um, on your arm, right arm. And yeah. some of them wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to cover them up. You know, I wouldn't go past the wrist, but I would do my forearm area. And part, I, I, again, I don't want a full sleeve, but I want some different ones going down the arm. Wow, you bat, maybe you're the bad boy hey, I need in my life. Get over here, Mom. <laughs> you better get want those. Want me to show you all my tattoos? <laughs> Ratted somebody out. Here's a little tip for you. Mm-hmm. If you are driving like a giant a-hole... Make sure you're not driving a company vehicle <laughs> unless you happen to own that company. Did that car on the back say, how's my driving doing? <laughs> no, it didn't. You know those ones? I, uh, I just took it upon myself to let them know anyway. Really? Even though it didn't have this on. Yesterday, I'm on the gardener. Uh-huh. Full gardener. And there was this guy in this van, and he was on a mission. Like, he was he was so close to my back bumper, I couldn't see the headlights of his vehicle. <laughs> Like, that's how close he was. I love this I literally, guy. I could, like, if he was speaking, I'd be able to read his lips through my <laughs> rear view mirror. Oh, you'd be the worst oh. person to do that to, too, because oh. you get so angry when you're driving. Well, I'm just like, why, it, it makes me angry when people are so aggressive and such, like, giant turds. And uh, I got on the phone with somebody at the place where this person works, and I said, I just want to report one of your employees driving like a giant a-hole. Wow. Wow. And, and did she say, don't you realize that by you reporting this, you're being a giant a-hole? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, it would have been awesome if she did. <laughs> oh, okay. Mr. What's your first name? Narc. Last name. What? Rat. <laughs> <laughs> Narc rat. Mr. Narc rat. No, they took it really seriously. I was really impressed. Now, who knows? Maybe they all had a good laugh after they got off the phone with me. Yeah. But the first thing she said is, can you uh, see what license plate, what the license plate says now did you have to drive like an a-hole to get that license plate number no okay <laughs> i didn't i just i gave him the last three digits like okay. i said oh they, it ends in these three numbers and she's like okay well i'm gonna definitely look into this and let my superiors know and uh mm-hmm. <laughs> 
normally you have no recourse when someone's driving like a total turd. In this case, I totally did have recourse, and it felt so great. Hey, what's going on, Paul? Okay, so I'm coming home from the uh, up north uh, last weekend. I was a tailgater, but the person in front of me was going so slow in the left lane. He was doing 95, 96. Mm -hmm. Okay, and was anybody in front of him? Uh, no. Okay, that makes a difference. Big difference. I should give a quick flash with my lights because it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On comes the lights. It was a cop. Yes, undercover. Oh! So... But if they're going under the fault? speed limit, yeah. like, what the hell? I don't know. Did so he pull you far, over? No, I pulled over, and... All the way down to 400, everybody's doing like 95. I don't know if he was trying to slow everybody down because we're maybe going too fast or what, but when I hit the lights, everybody just broke. You could see lights. <laughs> In a way, you warned everybody else, Paul. You took one for the team. <laughs> At least I didn't get a ticket. <laughs> right. Yeah, what is that he cop have... doing, though? I mean, the He's... flow of traffic shouldn't be below the He's speed limit. He's everybody down. Um, yes. Right? Yes. Under the speed limit. Left lane was passing. You should have hey, made a citizen's my... arrest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You should have pulled him over. Next time, and Paul. And said, hey, I don't know if you know the rules of the highway, <laughs> but... You should have squeezed him over into the shoulder. Try that next time. Let us know how mm-hmm. it works out. You can be our guinea pig on that one. I appreciate the call. 1-800-953-2464. Anytime you want to call or text us. We always appreciate it. Am I a jerk because I complained that somebody was driving like an a-hole and they were in a company van and I just happened to look up the name of the company and get their phone number and place a phone call? Uh, just asking uh, the question this morning, have you ever ratted somebody out? Is Tucker alone in this? Uh, Matt, have you ever ratted anybody out before? I did in my uh, in our neighborhood. We moved in uh, it's a newer neighborhood in uh, in Brantford. Uh, and there was, uh, there was a large builder company there and they uh they were driving around and a couple of guys in one of the work trucks i mean this is a brand new neighborhood with young kids playing all over the streets and this guy was driving like a complete tool and i i saw him like two or three times blowing through stop signs and that and i i just i had to call i called the number on there i had the license plate the vehicle number i said you know what this guy's got to slow down yeah did they ever get back to you uh, they did actually. They contacted me. Uh, asked for my email and that, and they contacted me and they uh, to see if uh, there was anything else. They they said they had reprimanded the and, and dealt with the situation and and actually I, I I looked at the the guys driving around the neighborhood after that and everyone pretty much slowed down. Yeah, well, you know, you send the message, right? You fire the warning shot over the bow. You guys should be police officers. (laughs) Look at you. You know, when I called to complain about the van who was driving like a jerk yesterday, and they said, oh, can we get your name? I said, absolutely. It's Maura Grierson. (laughs) I know it's normally like a a female name, but my parents called me Maura. (laughs) That's funny. Hey, thanks. Appreciate the call. No problem. Thanks, guys. So what if the guy got fired? Would you feel bad then? Mm, good question. 
what you you have to think about it um <laughs> he could have just been rushing to his next job site yeah right? maybe if i was the one waiting for him to show up you know when you're at home and you're like god they said between 11 and 2 right where the hell are they i gotta go back to work i was waiting for rogers yesterday guy showed up just before two so if he got fired um would you feel bad sometimes mora when you mess with the bull you get the horns oh okay if he, if well, look, they're not going to fire the guy for a first offense. If he's had a history of driving like an a hole and hasn't learned his lesson, and I was the final nail in the coffin, I don't. Then he really, I'm not responsible for his actions. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would care too much. Okay. Uh, anytime you want to call us, one eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. What's going on, Alan? One time I was heading back from Toronto. I was. Uh, driving a bit too close to the car in front of me, all of a sudden my cell phone rings. It was the vice president of the company. He just happened to be driving directly beside me. (laughs) (laughs) And what did he say? Just told me to stop tailgating that guy. Were you in (laughs) a company car at the time or your own car? Company car. It was like, I don't know, 100 kilometers an hour, and the guy was driving like 95 in the left lane. Yeah. Okay, buddy, you'd like here, if I get a bit close to you, maybe you'll just kind of move over. Yeah. Too bad the uh, vice president didn't have that person's number, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That'd be a good one. My employee's trying to get by you. Get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. You turn? (laughs) Hey, thanks, Alan. No problem. Bye. I feel like we need to even the score. If yeah. company cars have a phone number on the side or the company name, then everybody's. What if oh. everybody's car had a number that you could call? Mora, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. You'd be calling people? Oh, yeah. I'd be day. calling them up. Hey, uh, move over. <laughs> if I'm passing you on the right, it's because you're in the wrong lane. Yeah. Like, hey, I just wanted to tell you, you're driving great today. You look so good behind the wheel. I come in handy, too. Right? Oh, I'd get so sick of those calls, though, from people. (laughs) Thank you so much for driving so well. (laughs) You look so good in your car. Be too much after a while, Maura. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a game that is currently being called, huh? No. What's that sound? <laughs> That's what we're going with? Huh? What's, What's that, that sound? sound? No, it has to be more like, huh? What's that sound? Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. The name could change the next time we play this. You know, it's, uh, it's all new. It's, or uh, we could never play it again, Melody. It depends on how you do this morning. We we are going to play you a sound, okay? And then we're going to give you three multiple choice options to what that sound could be. Mm-hmm. And if you are right two out of three times, you're going to walk away with a nice prize this morning. For example, let's start with this sound right here.
kidding. Oh. Huh. What's that sound? Okay, so Melody, is that A, the sound of newborn twin panda babies? B, the sound of a blade being sharpened on a medieval blacksmith wheel? Or C, somebody cleaning an extremely dirty window? B. B? Blade being yes. sharpened? Yes. Ha! Wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's no. not right. That's oh. that's the sound of uh, Newborn baby pandas. Newborn twin panda eh? babies. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm going to play you the sound of a bunch of people reacting. Have a listen. Oh! Oh! Okay, once more time. Oh! Oh! Huh, what's that sound? Is that the sound of a bunch of people reacting to a mouse jumping into a deep fryer at a burger restaurant? (laughs) Oh, God, I hope not. Is it a group of street entertainers watching... A guy walk headfirst into a pole because he was staring at his phone? (laughs) Or is it C, behind the scenes at a Jennifer Lopez concert and some of her staff watching her fall off the stage? (laughs) (laughs) What's that sound? I'm going to go with C. Guy walking into a pole? Yes. That's wrong. This game's pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Maybe you only need one out of three right in order okay. to win. Well, what okay. was that the sound of? That was the sound of people reacting to a mouse jumping into a deep fryer oh. at a burger restaurant. <laughs> Terrible. Okay, next up here on Huh, What's That Sound? <laughs> Is this... Okay, one more time. All right, Melody, is that a grandmother who's actually a professional whistler? Is it a rare Amazon Redbill Toucan spring mating call? Or is it a person warming up doing scales on a piccolo flute before the International Flute World Championship? Huh. Huh, what's that sound? I'm going to go with the flute. <laughs> All right, oh. and let's just say, let's just say you didn't pick that answer out of curiosity. What do you think the next best option would be? Just out of curiosity, before we lock okay. in your answer, it's gonna be the bird. Okay, and if you didn't, if we ruled that one out, just out of curiosity, <laughs> what would we be left with? Well, my grandma makes some interesting sounds oh. now and then, so I think it could be my grandma. Oh, okay. You want to lock in that answer? <laughs> I think I will, yeah. Okay, well, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay, okay. I think we're going to need to make this game a bit easier, guys. (laughs) Wow. What do you rate that game out of 10 out of curiosity right now? Definitely a zero. A friend, Tucker, just forwarded me this website, and I just sent it to you. Mm -hmm. It is a fetish website. Well, thanks for sending it to me. <laughs> what are we looking at here? On the company email. Uh, yeah. A fetish website 
and there are pictures of me on it. Oh, that is so funny. I'm just looking at it now. It is a fetish. So this is for feet? It's a foot fetish website. It's called Wiki Feet. <laughs> is this? Uh, and you're on it. Look at me. There's. You have a rating here. I have a foot <laughs> rating. I could rate. I, now, would it upset you if I gave you a one out of five yes. stars just to throw off your number? Right now. <laughs> You know, at first I was like horrified. I'm like, what is this? Disgusting. And now I see that I have a four out of five rating, uh, which comes in at nice feet. Five out of five (laughs) is beautiful feet. Oh, man. So I'm doing okay. But it's funny because these are two pictures that I posted. You know what? I'm going to post this on my Instagram at Maura Gruz. So these are, okay, I'm looking at the pictures now that show your feet. And when you're wearing Birkenstocks, it looks like. I'm wearing Birkenstocks. I wonder if Birks are uh, foot fetish guys' (laughs) ideal shoe. Probably not. Well, you see a lot in a Birkenstock, but they're certainly not very flattering. You got one, you're in your living room. These are two pictures from my Instagram account. One of them, I'm traveling in Italy and I'm wearing Birkenstock standing in front of a gated fence and the other one I'm in my living room taking a picture of my fireplace and my feet are crossed on the coffee table in front of me I mean they're not nice feet I mean you must be really torn though because <laughs> I have a good rating because you well because you're featured there period you know, I'm sure there's some people who would love to be featured on anything. Yeah. You know, this shows that you have some cachet and that it, they would include you it in It does this. have a link to my uh, IMDb page, which is great. Oh, so it's good publicity for <laughs> people who want to track down your movies and look at <laughs> some further shots of your feet. Is this not insane? I mean, here the thing that bothers me is that if I thought I was taking a picture of my feet for people who are into feet, I would have taken a much sexier photo it's like you know so you're bad you're upset that the pictures aren't as hot as your feet can look is that the issue exactly the birkenstocks never would have chosen the birkenstocks yeah okay well you can edit some stuff here on this wikifeet.com yeah there's a shoe size that hasn't been set so we can uh, do you want me to put in your shoe size what is your size uh eight eight Ooh, i wonder if that's a good size or oh not. yeah maybe don't <laughs> that's funny Okay, so overall, you, as you're right, four to five stars, stars which is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know how you got that rating because you have eight total votes, uh-huh. two of which are beautiful. Wow. That's a five-star review. I tried giving myself a five-star, but you have to log in first. <laughs> <laughs> If you have to go to the bathroom in a public place, can you imagine anything worse than having to go in a stadium or a giant arena? (laughs) Why do you bring this up? I bring this up because I was just looking at the list of uh, nastiest bathrooms when it comes to NFL stadiums. And the stadium that's closest to like the whole Golden Horseshoe Mm -hmm. is in the top five. So Oakland Raiders have like the worst bathrooms apparently. L.A. Rams, second worst. Washington Redskins come in third. And the fourth to last when it comes to cleanliness for uh-huh. bathrooms, uh-huh. Buffalo Bills oh. and uh, New Era Field. Good morning to our Buffalo friends. I know you can hear us yeah. over there. <laughs> filthy, filthy, disgusting bathrooms. What is going on over there, guys? Yeah, I'll tell you. Keep it together. <laughs> Too yeah. much tailgating. Too much tailgating. You know, you, you eat all that sausage. And 
ribs and yeah. stuff out in the parking right. lot. And you know, just, it's a recipe for disaster. The women's bath. I would be interested to hear what's worse, the men's or the women's bathroom. Oh, it's got to be the men's. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because if you need to use a stall, so you got a little number two brewing or something. Uh-huh. Um, when you're in a stadium, <laughs> it's like people want to pee as quick as they can. Yep. They get up. They don't want to miss a single moment of action. Mm-hmm. They get in that bathroom. If all the ur- urinals are full or if they have a little bashful bladder syndrome, they're going into the stall to do a number one. Yeah. And when guys are in a rush and they're peeing into a toilet instead of a urinal, it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. But I'm women always have to pee in the toilet. Yeah. Well, so wouldn't that make it better? Because everybody before you is concerned about the same thing you are. No, because you add toilet paper to the mix. Yeah. And now you have toilets that aren't flushing properly. Okay. Because they're getting clogged. Because some people are a little more liberal with their toilet paper than others. And some people hover. And now you've got people hovering over the seat. Now there's urine on the seat. Now you've got a big problem. Now everyone has to hover. Well, sometimes there's urine on the seat. A hundred percent of the time there's <laughs> urine on the seat if you go into a stadium bathroom on the men's Don't side. Don't you flip the seat up? No one's flipping it up. Why And not? even if you are, it's like a backboard for some people. It's a backboard? <laughs> oh, more. you have no idea. You you, you want to hit well, it Well, first of purpose? all, you got drunk people. I mean, controlling... You know, your stream can be challenging when you're sober. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always, you know, you think it's going right, it goes left. Right. Throw in eight beers uh, so, to a lot of guys and it's forget about it. So if you sat down, if it was mandatory sitting down, oh, do it'd you be think better. it would be oh, better? Oh, for sure it would. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, we should God. do that. I wonder if we can change that. We're Everyone at uh, New Era sit. Field in Buffalo. You guys want... Or Mandatory just... rule. You have to sit. <laughs> some I know some guys, like their wives or girlfriends, make them sit when they use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I sit at home all do the time. You? Why? Yeah, it's come more comfortable, one. And I avoid the mess, Yeah, too. Do you have an elongated bowl? <laughs> What's the matter? Well, uh, if my, you uh, don't have an elongated bowl, things can get in the way. Mora, on my, my sailboat, I have a tiny little, like, tiny little camper sized toilet. Yeah. I sit when I pee in that. And you can get everything into the right <laughs> yeah, well, spot? Uh, yeah. As long as I'm not, like, aroused, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> everything will just find its Ooh, way. Look at this toilet. Ooh. If you had to take a uh, a pit stop mm-hmm. at a public place, yeah. obviously it's not going to be at, you know, Rogers Center. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. During like a full sold out game. Yes. Um, do you have a go-to place, like yeah. a public place? Yeah, everyone has the same place, I thought. You think it's the same place? As yours? Let's say it at the same time. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, the Starbucks. Keg. <laughs> Okay. Well, if it's the after cake. 5 p.m. or something, yeah, Just individual stalls, <laughs> I'd have no problem going into a keg. Wow. That's a great idea, the keg. Those washrooms oh, are great. God, you, if you're near a keg, that's where you got to go. i try that today. You go in, really? It's like you got a room within the room when you go into there. I'm shocked. And no one gives you the stink eye when you just walk in and walk out? Because it's no. As long as you look like you belong at the keg, there's no questions asked. You go into a subway, you got those sandwich artists eyeing you as yes. you walk down there. And then you feel obliged to pick up a six inch. But yeah. nobody gives you that pressure at the keg. Oh, wow. Just go in. I'm telling you.
No questions. Wow, good to know. They got those nice towels. <laughs> really? Sweet. We're just talking about public bathrooms. You want to hear about the worst bathroom that I've ever been in? Ever? Like, here we are complaining about our okay. bathrooms, but I was in a small town in China called Guangzhou, and I was in a... <laughs> yeah, what are the odds? Ooh. I'm in this mall, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I have to use the washroom, so I walk into the public washroom in a mall. Yeah. No stalls. Okay? Oh. It's just an open room. Yeah, with holes in the ground. With holes in the floor. Yeah. And... It's a bring-your-own-toilet-paper situation. Ooh. Do <laughs> they sell it there at least? Um, That's a really good question. Or did you happen to have some? I just would bring it from the hotel. Because you knew it. Um, And every hole was actually taken. And people are just talking amongst themselves to the next person. Number twos and everything. Number eh? twos oh are going God. on. Number ones are going on. Oh. And somehow, I bet you that bathroom is cleaner than the stadium in Buffalo. Well, yeah. You know? If you're wearing rubber boots or something. No. The, everyone, How big's the hole? Everyone seemed to be getting things in the hole. Oh, wow. You know? Maybe we got to get rid of the toilet. Maybe that's the issue. Kind of a European thing, too, to yes. have holes. Old school bathrooms if you go into like an old restaurant. There's just a hole in the floor. You're right. Yeah, I remember being at this place in Paris and they had, uh, it was like two footprints yes! on the ground to show you where you needed to stand in order to have the best chance of getting it all Getting in. it in the hole. Jeez. Oh, you know? Okay, enough of this talk. Well, you done. brought it up. I'm done. You brought it up. And this morning, we are celebrating the kickoff to the Toronto International Film Festival by playing a game called Title Fight. Yeah. This morning, dealing with popular movies. Peter. Hello. You're going to have 60 seconds on the clock to get six movie titles. Now, Mora is going to be giving you clues. She will not be able to tell you the name of the actors who star in the movie or, of course, the name of the movie mm-hmm. with her clues. Mm-hmm. She's going to whip through them. You can pass twice before the clues are going to start repeating themselves. That's right. All right. Yeah. If you don't get it, we got Kira, who's going to try and steal this morning. All she'll have to do is get one right in 10 seconds. Oh, okay. How are you with movies? Uh, I watch it off of them, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are all big monster movies. Okay. All 60 right. seconds on the clock. Woo! Maura, are you ready? I'm ready. Peter, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. Let's play a game, Peter. A sicko uh, puts people in situations where they have to, like, saw off their own foot or, or die. Uh, saw. Yeah. Yes, but you broke the rule by saying saw. Anyway, oh. go ahead. Wilson! This guy is involved in a plane crash and he gets stranded on a deserted island and he befriends a volleyball and they end up getting on a raft and floating out and f- oh. finally getting rescued by a huge boat. Right. Tom Hanks uh, and passed away. Yes. Jaws. Yes. Yes. This is a movie about a guy who's paralyzed, but he can go into this pod and then live inside a forest in somebody else's body and fly on the back of a dragon. And he falls in love with this woman and they save a tree that's about to be torn down by this crazy group of contractors with all of these. Avatar. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
That 60 seconds goes quick. You got to get one right within 10 seconds each time or, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay, Peter. It's not over for you. Oh, good. Just yet. You have a chance to win here mm-hmm. as long as Kira doesn't steal. Kira. Hi. Welcome to the title fight. Yes, Kira. You got to get one right within 10 seconds. Okay. Can't believe you said saw in your description. You have to saw off things and saw. What are the odds? You're welcome to give hints. There's a person in a plane who crashes on an island. He becomes a castaway (laughs) and... (laughs) Okay, are you ready, Kira? Okay, Kira. Uh, You got 10 seconds and it starts in three, two, one, go. A, A fish man falls in love with a woman who doesn't speak and they make love under the water and it turns out she has gills. They're perfect. Oh I know I no. Fish man? I know I that was a tougher one, but it did win an Academy Award. I, more, I think, is describing Shape of Water, am the I not? Shape of Water. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. <laughs> You've never heard of Shape of Water even? No. They shot no. it here yeah. in the oh. GTA. Oh my goodness. Well, no. I brush up on my movie skills. (laughs) I guess so, but thank you for playing. Peter, uh, even though you failed, you end up winning. Great, thank you. Congratulations. Man, I love looking back at old movies where they're portraying what the future is going to be like. There's this educational film from 1967. It's called 1999 House of Tomorrow. And it's looking at what it's going to be like to live in the year 1999. Oh, yeah. What did they Just think like it would be like? 20 years ago. Yeah. Did they think we'd have okay. flying cars? And- well, you know, it, what the address is, is just the, in particular what the house is going to be like. And they were bang on, although it was a really foreign idea at the time. But they bring up the fact that every home is going to have its own computer. What are you building, Jamie? It's our house. That's where the computer lives, and where I go to sleep, and where you and Daddy sleep. How does the computer know everything? I haven't the faintest notion. That's just too much for your old mother to understand. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Did they used to talk like that back in the day? Yeah, they really did. I haven't the faintest notion. Welcome to the home of 1999. Let's take a look inside. Oh, this is the room where the computer will live. Oh, look, there's Dad now working on something as we speak. Now, looks like he must be studying the human anatomy because the people on that television monitor appear to be completely naked. Oh, that doesn't look right. Those naked people look like they're trying to play leapfrog, but it doesn't look like the man can jump high enough to get over his wife. But boy, is he trying over and over again. Oh, look, there's the family car. Or should I say flying car? Mom and Dad will get in that to fly to work every day. It is 1999 after all. Leapfrog? Thanks for that visual. Yeah. Wow. It all worked out the way they thought it would. Okay, if you had your fridge and you were all out of everything but one condiment, what would be the one condiment you'd want to still have in there? Mustard. 100%. Grainy mustard, I love it. 
I think there's so many old fashioned, old fashioned, over a, a straight Dijon. A Dijon, I love. You can do so much with Dijon. You can make salad yeah. dressings okay. with it. Yeah, mustard. But as a condiment, I'm not talking about as a tool to make other things like marinades and stuff. It's I'm great talking on about chicken. Something you're going to put directly on a burger, chicken, any food you're eating. Mustard. No okay. way. Ketchup all the way. I'll put ketchup on anything. Sometimes I make ketchup sandwiches. What? Mm. Yeah. If I don't have the meat, I'll just take the bread. You know, if you toast the bread first, though. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, because that would be, I like a good old-fashioned bacon sandwich. Uh-huh. You ever just put pieces of bacon between toast and dumped a bunch of ketchup in there? It's That's like, great. that is heaven. Really? That is uh, one of my favorite things to do when I go to a breakfast place mm-hmm. and I get bacon and I have toast. That's a whole separate thing I'm making on the side of my breakfast. Wow. My mother told me, like, in the when they were really poor growing up, that uh, for a treat for dessert, they'd have a piece of bread with ketchup on it. So there you go, oh guys. My God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing the same oh thing. Oh, my God. Maura, here we go. Treat and yourself how- to an ice cream cone. <laughs> when I was a kid, we... As a treat, we have ketchup and a piece of bread. That's what you guys are saying, and that is exactly the same thing my mom did. She said it was right after the Great Depression. Oh, my God. After the war, when no one had money. What was a treat for you growing up in that household with a mom who thought ketchup and bread was a real treat? I used to hide things under my bed. You know this, like oh, a whole, whole cake. Yeah. <laughs> I would have a fork down there, and I would eat the cake. Yeah, slowly. How did you get that cake that they didn't know it was under there? My neighbor. It was her birthday, and they weren't big cake people. Yeah, and they gave me. It was at least half a Loblaws cake, and I brought it across the street to share with my family. Mm. And then I realized when I went in the door, I could share it with my family, or take it right upstairs and eat it all by myself in my bedroom so i went with the latter option yeah and uh (laughs) how many sittings did it take you to finish off half a cake i had it it was a huge slab cake i had it for like at least four days under (laughs) under my bed under my bed oh that's pretty great isn't that disgusting no it's amazing and no saran wrap or anything they just they're catching dust and skin and stuff from your bed mattress Ooh. Uh, (laughs) dust mites who knows what was in that cake still delicious okay uh, you, you ready to guess what in, uh, what condiment just replaced ketchup in popularity? Yeah, I can guess. I don't that. even know if I believe this, but this is according to Ad Age magazine. It's mayo. Wrong. No. Not mayo. Uh, and it's not mustard. It's relish. Relish? No. I was going to say. Relish is like, uh, I mean, it's oh, fine. Oh, barbecue sauce. Ah, no. What's that hot sauce stuff? No. Oh, tabasco. Sriracha or something yeah. like that? No, you know what it is? I'll just tell you. Ranch dressing. Oh, okay, that's not surprising. Ranch dressing. Is, is this now, American? Uh, well, this is Ad Age Magazine talking about like uh, sales. and they're, That's ridiculous. That's a good question. Is it American? It could be North America. Every American I know loves ranch. Yeah. Like, they love it. I know that every fridge I see has ketchup in it, but to think that every fridge would have a ranch dressing in it, well, I don't think is, that's the case. This is where you're wrong. No. This is what I'm telling you. It's, You're wrong. It's the number. <laughs> it's the number one seller. It is a b- bigger seller than ketchup. Okay, huh. this is what I'm telling you. Maybe it's m- now more popular than ketchup. And when you think about it, 
Ranch, you know, you could put fries in that. You could do chicken fingers or chicken wings or things like that, dip it in ranch. But then you got all the vegetable applications as well. So it kind of makes sense. I feel like there's a wider range of products you could put the ranch on. I like ranch on my pizza. Oh, oh you're one of those. Ranch dip. on pizza. Bundus. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? That's like, <laughs> that's so bad for you, isn't it? Have you never taken a bottle of ranch dressing and hid it under your bed <laughs> to eat on your own over the course of four or five days, Maura? No? No. Okay. Some interesting things have washed up on the Florida shore after Hurricane Dorian Tucker. Bricks of cocaine. Cocaine? Cocaine McCain. Where do you get that from, Coca-Cola McCain? <laughs> you said that one uh, last week, I think. I don't know what we were talking I have about. no idea. Coca-Cola McCain. Uh, uh, a local was, um, you know, watching the waves because the waters have been rough as of late. Mm-hmm. Just taking it in and uh, noticed a brick of cocaine on the beach. Did they talk about how much that would be worth? A brick, a brick? of cocaine is about one kilo of cocaine. Okay. And that has a street value, uh, on average, about $35,000 Canadian. Really? Now... That's a big score if you find that. But then what do you do? <laughs> what, do you- what do you do if you're on the beach, you're on vacation in Florida, and you notice a brick of cocaine washing up on the shoreline? I buy myself a trench coat and a fedora. <laughs> and I put the cocaine uh-huh. inside... A coca McCain? Inside the... No. One brick of cocaine, one person found, and then another local found a duffel bag filled with 15 bricks of cocaine just down the 15 shore. 15 times $35,000? So I did the math. Yeah. That's like half a million dollars worth of cocaine oh my God. that they stumbled across. So when it gets to that level, I'm betting that there must be some sort of tracking device on a bag like that. Like, don't you I think? I don't think so. If they had a tracking device, it wouldn't be washing up on the shoreline. <laughs> you know, what, what probably happened was there was some boat carrying uh-huh. a load and lost a bag, or if it was a plane dropping it off for somebody to pick it up, they missed the pickup. Yeah, well, they I were mean, probably like, you're going through that hurricane uh, to deliver that Coca-Cola McCain, no matter what. And then yeah. they were like, well, it's pretty rough waters. That and- would be tough. You find this bag, it's worth half a million dollars. You give it to the cops, it's gone forever. You get nothing. You find one person to buy it for maybe 100000 <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> that's, you- a, that's a real dilemma. That's a real dilemma. Because and- you do the right thing, you get nothing. I've also been reading up on this mm-hmm. and I, apparently after the police are done with their investigation they destroy the cocaine wow what do you think they're gonna do have well, a party no <laughs> <laughs> you no, know i honestly feel like why wouldn't they keep that so that they could match it up with other cocaine that they find to find out if it's all coming from the same area mm. or something like as a to test it. It's evidence, right? Put it in the locker and forget about it for uh, years. Bonus, what do you do? You find a bag with a half a million dollars of cocaine washing up shore. You look around, nobody's staring at you. I, I would fear that the cartel would find me. Yes. I'd be so afraid. Like, if you were to take it and sell it, you can't go spend that money. But don't you think you could hold on to it <laughs> and uh, and then when the cartel shows up... You got the cocaine. I don't know what uh, what cartel people sound like. If I sound just like me. So they come and they say, hey, do you have our cocaine? 
And you say, yeah, I got it. It's under my bed. I was keeping it. I expected one of you to show up. No. Thank you so much for not hurting me. Here you go. Or maybe two years later, they never show up. And then you're like, all right, now I got to find a buyer. <laughs> no. God, that'd be such a... No, but, no. But then when you go spending money lavishly and yeah. it's unexpected for this random person who yes. never had that kind of money, then the cartel knows that this is the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You think okay. they're watching everyone's spending yes. habits and, in North America? Yes. And they're also... This guy drives a vibe. He's <laughs> What is he doing eating at Canoe? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Friday morning fun facts. Okay. So, the jockstrap. <laughs> was invented in 1874 and it was meant for bike messengers. They needed something for protection when they rode around the cobblestone streets of Boston, Massachusetts. Oh. And so they invented the jock strap. I thought it was invented by a Frenchman first name Jacques, Jacques. last name Strappe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Not so much. No. Uh I don't know if you're old enough to remember the movie Sixteen Candles. Uh, no. Molly Ringwald was in that. She originally wanted Viggo Mortensen to be in it because oh, yeah. he actually kissed her during the audition and she said it made her weak in the knees. Oh, Hart ended up going out to a guy named Michael Schofling. In the United States, when they do research studies on marijuana, the weed has to legally come from a lab in the University of Mississippi. And apparently, it's pretty weak weed. (laughs) So maybe don't... uh, Don't get involved in a study? Or don't take what they're saying too literally. Who knows? Oh, okay. The phrase, hands down. Oh, hands down. That's the way to go. Uh Uh-huh. Any guesses where that comes from? No idea. A sport? Horse racing. If a jockey is so far in the lead, they could drop their hands and loosen the reins. Many was winning hands down. Oh, hands down. Okay. One of the reasons why the Mona Lisa is one of the most famous paintings in the world is that it was stolen from the Louvre in Paris in 1911 by an Italian guy named Vincenzo. And it wasn't recovered until two years later. Really? Yeah. Where did they find it? You don't know. At Vincenzo's house. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they found it. Does it matter where? Um, Ikea. Do you ever go there just to eat? Um, No, but I know a lot of people do. Yeah. You know how much they sell in food every year? How much? $1.8 billion. Yow. Tim Burton, despite what a lot of people think, did not direct The Nightmare Before Christmas. He, he just produced it. Oh. There's another director, a guy named Henry. Henry? Selleck. Yeah. Huh. Ever heard of him? No. Um, Poor Henry. He's like, hey, I directed that movie. And finally this morning, I'll leave you with this one, okay? Okay. Pumpernickel. You ever order something on Pumpernickel? Sure. Well, it literally translates to devil's flatulence in old German. <laughs> And it got its name because people found it hard to digest. It does stink, too, a little bit, doesn't it? Pumpernickel bread? I love pumpernickel. Mm. I love the devil's flatulence. <laughs> Try and order it that way the next time I'll you're at it. Take it on the uh, devil's flatulence, please. Please, toast it, as always. <laughs> and there you go. Those are your Friday morning fun facts for this Friday, September the 6th, 2019. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.